Okay, okay, everybody. Okay, quiet, everyone. Quiet, quiet. Grab your glasses, pop your corks. The show is about to start. Welcome to The Flask at Hand, the podcast that starts with whiskey and ends with knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe you were waiting for one of us. I was. (laughs) I actually heard crickets there for a minute. Or maybe you just thought you forgot what we were doing. It's been that long. It has been a while. Why do we always say that when we sit down here? It is a theme. We are your hosts, Aaron, Lindsay, and Jake. And uh, as we normally do, I will introduce us to those of you <laughs> that don't know us. It gets slower every time. I know. I'm waiting. Hey, slow down. Because last, last time I paused and you said it, and then I said it and <laughs> paused and he said it, and it was perfect. It just this time, not so much. <laughs> Lindsay is a nude body exhibitionist and motorcycle daredevil. At the same time. Yeah, actually, she is known for such stunts as jumping 10 school buses completely naked, wearing nothing but a smile, and two <laughs> and two tasseled pasties on her nipples <laughs> that she loves because they are so long they tickle her armpits as she flies through can, the air. I can picture this. It's a good image. Yeah, close your eyes and just kind of... <laughs> Lindsay jumping <laughs> 10 school buses on a motorcycle <laughs> naked with long tassels tickling her armpits. What's that? What's that? Evil from evil, but titty tassels. Yeah. Uh, rumor is you're close to retirement. Uh, what would you like to say to your fans that will surely be disappointed when that time comes? You can always find me in the back alley of a dark bar drinking Arnold Palmer's. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah. Also, okay. hashtag nude motorcycle Lindsay. Uh, that's her OnlyFans. Oh, man. Aaron is a sci-fi romance novel author, mostly known for his sultry and sensual stories of alien sex. <laughs> his latest book titled E.T. and My Hot Stepmom <laughs> comes out later this year. Uh, we're all excited for the release of the new book. Uh, where would you say you got your motivation for this particular story? Well, the movie E.T., obviously. It's a very sensual it, film it, for you. Oh, yes. <laughs> that big finger of his. <laughs> The only dude to ever jerk off to E.T. Yep. (laughs) Okay. And I am Jake, your friendly neighborhood oil spill spill response boat captain. Master. That's very long. Yeah. I like master (laughs) in there somewhere. I've changed careers. Master oil spill captain recovery spill captain. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, no more Congratulations. Hey, thanks. So you know what that means, guys? We're going to record more podcasts yes. more often. I am no longer going to go away to sea, so we'll be able to make more shows for your listening for enjoyment your or your ear pain, whatever comes from <laughs> <Yeah>. listening <laughs> to this show. If you like this show, I urge you, please, to go to Apple Podcasts 
and leave us a review. Just uh, just let them know you like us if you do. Um, that helps a lot. So that would be great. And well, the more free stuff that. we can give out and the more yeah. fun we can have and yeah. the more people we can have on the show. I mean, it'll just gonna, help get fun regardless. It'll just help get the Flask and Dan podcast out there to, to, to more people. So if you do that, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, tonight we are talking about clothing. clothing. Now or don't the lack there. Oh, don't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> don't turn it off. It's not nearly as boring as it sounds. <laughs> um, we're gonna or is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> we are going to talk about um, the history of clothing. A little bit. How long we've been wearing it? Why we wear it? What it says about us? What you what wear? What we say about it? Says about you. How it might murder you. Yeah, we might talk about uh, not wearing clothes also. Mm-hmm. Might. And uh, we decided not to wear clothes just for this show. That's right. Yeah. No. Uh, so it's a little chilly in here. Not <laughs> for just for this show, but for all of our shows. From here on out. <laughs> yeah. I usually go no pants, but this, this time we're fully nude. So. <laughs> uh, before that, though, we have our whiskey tonight. And our whiskey is none other than we've all heard of it. <laughs> Turpentine. Uh, Turpentine. Yes. <laughs> Turpentine. No, it's a still house. America's finest black bourbon. Ooh. Yeah. And it says here on the bottle. I guess I can't really call it a bottle. So this whiskey comes in a like paint thinner can. Mm hmm. Hopefully it doesn't taste like that. Hopefully it doesn't, <laughs> but it's uh, there'll be pictures up on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram, and you can see the bottle. It's pretty cool. It says, a masterful blend of corn, rye, barley, and limestone water. Weird. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Barreled and charred in new American oak, uh, charcoal filtered, and rested and mellowed in roasted small batch coffee beans. So I'm not, I looked up that term to see. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mellow? Like, yeah, like w- when do they do that? Do they do it mm-hmm. after the whiskey is matured? Do they do it before they put it in the barrel? And I think, I think it comes after the whiskey's already been matured. Okay. So I was looking at some other liquors that they infuse coffee with, and it's always after they've they're done okay. doing what they're doing. So that should be interesting. Yeah. I, I just it was it wasn't very expensive. I was looking around for whiskey for the show tonight, and I saw that, and I thought it would be kind of fun That's to do cool. that. And the bottle yeah. is just so weird. It's literally yeah. it, it looks like a, flask later. a turpentine. It's got can. A, yeah. a little screw cap, like right? So screw cap th- I don't think the cork pop's going to make a whole lot of noise tonight. I don't know if there isn't even a cork, but like how that right? I think it just screws on yeah. the top. Yeah, it yeah. it looks like you're it's about like to change your oil in your 1932 Ford. <laughs> yeah, it does. But it's all you know black with white writing, cool font. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's uh, let's pop the. I gotta rinse my glass here. Okay, Aaron has just done the cork pop. Hey, there you (laughs) go. That's a good idea. So we (laughs) unscrewed the cap to the Stillhouse Black Bourbon. Wow, heavy pour, buddy. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Good. That's good. That's a terrible thing to pour out of, isn't it? It really is. Yep. Just as it's terrible to pour. Paint thinner out. One of those terrible for whiskey too. One of those little oil cans oil. that you press the bottom <laughs> yeah. and go. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. If I only had a heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Uh, All right, so let's go for the nose on this uh, Stillhouse Black Bourbon. Mm. Freshly poured. It smells. Oh, good. it's sweet. Wow, it actually Super smells sweet. very sweet. Oh, that smells really. I mean, there's a little bit of coffee in there yeah. for sure. Oh, that's totally it. 
You can smell that. That's like a caramel macchiato. It's like it's like caramel and coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it looks like it too. Look at the color of that. That's definitely coffee infused. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, caramel coffee vanilla. Yeah, a lot of vanilla. Let's do our toast. Okay. Never waste precious time the way you would never waste a good whiskey. That is very easy to drink. Hmm. It has no, uh, it doesn't shock me at all. It has like no bite to it. It doesn't. No bite. It's not alcohol-y. How much alcohol is in this? Coffee? Pure coffee? 40%. 40%. Yeah, it's 80 proof. It does not taste like 80 proof. It's actually pretty good. Well, 40% is fairly. Is it fairly low? Yeah. I mean, that's that's your standard scotch is between 40 and 43%. I get a little, it's caramely. It is caramely, and, and you get the coffee yeah. on like the kind of the back end there. Mm-hmm. Not too much though. It's okay. it's it's got like that some kind of Christmas spices yeah. to it. I, that's I'm getting some kind of Christmassy flavor. That would make there. a really good uh, Irish whiskey. It would, right? That's or what is it called? Irish I mean, not coffee? Irish coffee. Yeah, Irish coffee. Yeah. Irish coffee. Make Even a though good it's not Irish whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> Man, this bourbon would make a good Irish whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> That is, is dangerously easy to drink. That is that's a nice. Way that of is like it. coffee. That it's is like f- drinking coffee. That's very good. I had. Should we just I'd put that in the coffee say, mug We could. It. Yeah. We could. I have to say that for is forty bucks for there's for no forty bucks in a in a it's tin really can. That's damn good. That's forty dollar whiskey that came in a like tin, tin can, <laughs> and it is delicious. <laughs> it's better than tin cup too. It is. I like it better than tin cup. I, I read too. I uh, did some it's research really on it online, and um, it said that uh, G Easy, the rapper, yeah, is the guy who funded this oh, really? project oh, really? for this whiskey. Oh. I guess I guess he's a whiskey guy. Oh yeah, apparently. Yeah, I so. did know that. Oh. Yeah. I don't get much out of it besides that. I don't get, you get any fruit. Yeah, there's not much I don't get any. Two other I get than oak, that. of course. That's okay like, with me right now. I me mean, too. I, honestly, I don't really need it too complex. No, uh-huh. every every once in a while, it's nice to get a like simple, yeah. a simply tasty whiskey mm-hmm. is okay every once in a while. A little malty, like a Whopper. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is Whopper. I expected more uh, <laughs> corn and such, but because it says there's a uh, it's a it's high rye and corn. Rye. Yeah, I, I but don't get any of that. Really not good. It's not corny at all. <laughs> no, it's not. It's serious. Good, good job, Stillhouse. That is. That's yeah. pretty good. I'm, I'm happy with. They it. make anything else? Was that was that a one? character on The Simpsons? I don't. They probably Stillhouse? make some other stuff. No, yeah, <laughs> Stillhouse. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Was Millhouse. Like? Millhouse. Yeah. Stillhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was Stillhouse for a minute. But no. yeah, I I like uh-huh. it. It's not expensive. So you when know? I type it's in black bourbon, all I get is Stillhouse. Yeah. So what is black bourbon? Just because black coffee? They're just calling it. They're they're uh they're coining that term. Mm. I think is the way you say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're coining it. Yeah, they're coining. Where it. Where does that come from? Coining I don't know. We should look that up. Yeah. Black yeah. Bourbon Society words. is a tiered membership organization open to everyone who enjoys premium spirits and interested in gaining a deeper appreciation for them. That sounds like something we should be a part of. Folks, the Black what Bourbon Society, Ooh. the BBS, not Black Label Society. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to be a part of that too. So I got the coining the word. Why oh, we say yeah? coining coining a term. a term, and it says the verb to coin first came about when referring to the actual process of making money. Around the 14th century, the noun coin actually meant wedge, and referred to the wedge-shaped dies that were used to stamp the discs that were then coined. Uh, and that made it into official currency. So mm. basically, that's what it means. When it was coined, it was made into official currency. So when you coin a term, you're officially making up that term. Oh, all right. So that was actually 
much simpler than I thought it was going to be. Kind of like this whiskey. 1 to 100 score on the Stillhouse America's Finest <laughs> Black Bourbon. Also America's Only, only Black, Black Bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so therefore it is the finest. Yeah. I like it. 75. Wow. All right. Yeah. Nice. 75. 75 is great. Yeah. Bourbons are starting We're to get a little higher uh, mm-hmm. score well, for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Growing up. But you did bring me that copper sea today, and that <laughs> one's probably going to be <laughs> up We've tried it maybe a little bit before that. Yeah. So, know. yeah, I'd say I'm going to give a 75. Okay. Nice. About a 66. 66. Good, yeah. too. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Lindsay, right. what would you say uh, your scale is going to be today? It's a tough one. I'll probably give this a classic Shelby Mustang, like probably like a 57. No, I don't know what Shelby no, years they there were. They didn't make Mustangs in 57. What was it? So 64 was the first year of the oh, was it? Ford Mustang. Okay, then we'll, we'll say Ford 64. Ford Mustang would be on the bottom. They're garbage. Well, I would say this is mid-range for me. Oh, we just going on a Ford sca- to Chevy on a scale of Ford Mustangs. No, we're just going on a scale of classic cars. Oh, okay. They're easy to drive around. They're just a little bit kind of lower end junkiness what to drive <laughs> Ford Mustangs. Oh, like a newer version. Inter- we know all of them. Just in general, we got oh, one when we're we got to piss Hawaii. Off some Ford guy tonight. I know. I'm not really. I'm not really into them, but they're <laughs> they're actually pretty easy. He's to like he's punching around. his dash right now, and his Mustang like listens to us. He's like these fucking people don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> he just crashes into as a white pole as yeah. his car's broken down. The side <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you done it. Oh man. But I, I mean, I put Chevelle's up at the top because they're my favorite, and okay, probably way low Is it end. Your favorite band too. <laughs> I was gonna say something about one of the songs, but now I can't remember any of them. Me neither. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to do the That's same how thing. Good I tried are. to send the pain below. But so what's the low end car <laughs> that we're going? Okay, with? the low low end. I'm gonna go with um, Ford Pinto. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> Ford Pinto's gonna be pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Bad. It's bottom yeah. of the barrel. Gremlin. So be in a, on a scale of Ford Pinto. To Chevy Chevelle, mm-hmm. you're going with a I'm Shelby. Going with the, I'm going to go with a classic, like a 60s. So Mustang. say it's 66 GT500 sure. Shelby. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. Sounds easily drinkable. I mean, drivable. Right. Just like a s- nice six-cylinder convertible, easy Sunday driving. It's a Sunday drive. You got mm. it. Easy like Sunday morning. There you go. Did we ever mention about your friend that almost drove off the cliff? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we told I you got excited that, about uh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Trent, Trenton Mast. He told us when we ran into him at breakfast, he was laughing so hard at apparently a testicle joke of some sort that I made on one of the shows uh, that he, while he was driving, and he was driving in a canyon, that he drove off the road laughing and almost killed himself. <laughs> and he was laughing about it, but he said, no, I'm serious. I almost killed myself. <laughs> For real. That's crazy, man. <laughs> and he had to pull over and regroup after the testicle joke. Yes. I want to so say. We make at least one person laugh. I am really happy. <laughs> or die. Or die. <laughs> that we made someone laugh that hard. I'm glad you didn't And we're die. sorry, Trent. We're very happy you did not drive off the road. Because then we'd lose a listener. He's amazing. And we, we don't, don't have very many. So. We'd lose rankings. <laughs> yeah. and we can't have that and happen. We cannot brand. have that right now. So stay on the good road. Good to run into you, by the way, Trenton. So uh, close. Yeah, let's get on with the show. What are they good for? Absolutely <laughs> nothing. I agree. Well, I, I will uh, talk about something that is the opposite of wearing clothes. <laughs> because I myself, if it was not frowned upon would not wear clothes most of the time <laughs> a fr- friend just told me today where i was asking her about clothes and she said that her dad walked around naked all the time 
He always walked around naked. Yeah, see, that's that's yeah, weird. See, I don't want to see my parents yeah. naked. He said, yeah, she said they li- lived way back in the woods, you know, and way out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody else was out there, so he just didn't wear clothes. I mean, I guess it's not that weird, but at the same, I mean, I think there's like got to be a balance, right? Where I don't know if if, if you're you not like got your wang hanging down, well, when you're doing if, dishes, if she's weird around. because we if she's this is all we know is clothes. If she's like six or whatever, big deal. But when she's like. 14, yeah. probably don't walk around with right. your dick swinging that around the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you, you might, you, there might be some complexes building <laughs> right. there. Yeah. You know? Especially if you live out in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah. and there's That's no even, other boys around. Worse, like, right. yeah. You're so, somebody. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, honestly, the people that live in the naked communes and things like that, like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. go for it, man. I'm all about it. I'd join you if I didn't think it was going to ruin my reputation, <laughs> which isn't that good anyway, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> I, I know. When you said if people didn't frown at it, I was like, you got, you don't care if people frown at you. <laughs> That's true. I don't. I've been naked in weird situations before. <laughs> weird for the other people. Totally comfortable for me. Oh, man. But I have, uh, well, first of all, I assume everyone at the table has sent a nude at some point in time. I mean, I'm very modest. Aaron, have you? <laughs> I mean. Oh yeah, I have <laughs> <laughs> many times, and uh, I would never. I mean, who so, has? It? I'm so pure, but I'm very yeah. pure and innocent. I got some photos on the phone. You know what? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, what she says, like she doesn't know. Of what? <laughs> you know who? Who? Why? But these days, it's a quick snapshot sent via some private secure messaging app. Private secure. Private secure. <laughs> yeah, it's a new one. You don't have that one. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, that's a great it's idea. It's an app called Private Million dollar Secure. idea. Let's do it. It's so good. Let's do it. What are we even doing this podcast for? It doesn't make Private any security. money. Let's just go straight into app <laughs> development. Hire us. Private security. Private secure. Don't want your nudes leaked out. <laughs> Hire privates. Hire privates. <laughs> sending uh, Ryan's privates. But it is a popular thing these days. Privates? No, sending nudes. Oh, nudes. And <laughs> or with, privates. Yeah. With the technology we have in our pockets, oh, it's yeah. easy to do. It's easy to delete. It's easy to mistakenly so send to your family. So I'm going to tell you about the very first nude ever sent in the world. Whoa. That's exciting, right? Benjamin Franklin's snow butthole. Sn- <laughs> no? Sent by snail mail. What are you, you going to guess? <laughs> Benjamin's fr- Benjamin Franklin's butthole is your first guess? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, What's Aaron's? I'm going to go with uh, Tesla's <laughs> balls. <laughs> Tesla's testicles. Tesla's testicles. Try and Tesla's testicles. That's a metal testicles. band name. <laughs> it's a guy. I know it's a guy. And tonight, for a one time only. So it, it all starts with a saucy young American artist named saucy. Sarah Goodridge. Okay. Uh, Goodridge was born the last of six children on February 5th, 1788, in Templeton, Whoa. Massachusetts, to parents. Ebenezer and Beulah. <laughs> Ebenezer. That was my great grandma's Beulah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but Ebenezer, that's a real fucking name. I mean, holy oh, yeah. shit. Uh, Sarah. Dad was Scrooge. She was a self-taught <laughs> miniature portrait artist known for painting on canvases as small as six centimeters. Whoa. Yeah, so she was. A portrait that small? Yes. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the first camera was invented in 1685 it wasn't until 1814 that the first photograph in the world was taken 
Wait, okay. when was the first camera invented? 1685. Okay. Really? So yep. this is about uh, about 100 years after the camera was invented, but... A little over. It's about 150 years after the camera was invented. But that was when the first photograph was ever taken. Oh. It was invented, but oh, oh, nothing was taken it. for right. 150 years? Apparently. That's, that's weird. weird. Yeah. So it's safe to say that cameras were not the most popular gadget everyone owned in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is why most things were visualized through printed art or paintings. Okay. Uh, Sarah... Saucy Sarah. <laughs> Saucy Sarah. Had a favorite subject she enjoyed painting the most, a man by the name of Daniel Webster, who was a prominent lawyer and politician <laughs> of that prominent time. where? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In the nether regions? Getting oh, there. hey. There. <laughs> uh, Goodridge and Webster became close friends and allegedly quite a bit more. Lovers. Lovers. Daniel Webster was a married man with three kids, and so having... Illicit affair with his painter is not a good thing for a man of his Ooh, of his stature. prominence, stature, and power <laughs> and prominence. prominence. Uh, <laughs> she <laughs> liked to meet with his prominence <laughs> nightly to paint it. Yeah, seriously though, <laughs> she had to get so, the dimensions correct. <laughs> so he knew uh, Webster knew that he was not just her subject; that he was also her love interest. Okay. Mm. And they would, uh, they sent letters back and forth for a while. And Goodridge, uh, Sarah, she saved every one he ever sent her. But Webster, on the other hand, was afraid of being caught so he destroyed every letter she ever (laughs) sent him. (laughs) Sounds like a man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They both continued to see each other and uh, she painted many portraits of him over the next 20 years. So this okay. is yep. This is the thing. It's a long term deal. Uh, it, yeah, it was. It's a long game. Um, it was a trend yeah, in England you know what I mean. <laughs> to send portraits uh, of each other's lips, eyes, hands, and face as an expression of love or affection. Okay. But after Daniel Webster's wife died in 1828, Goodridge saw her opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and he, he saw, saw her. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh. <laughs> so um, his nice. wife dies. Yeah, very, very good. That yeah. deserves a cheers <laughs> and a high fives. All right. Uh, high five. That was a bad high five. His wife dies, so she thinks, I'm in. But it's not how it happened. Mm-hmm. So obviously, um, many artists in the past have painted nude women. But never in history had a woman painted herself and sent it as a private message oh. to her lover. Mm. So instead of painting her lips or eyes, like Sarah Goodridge chose to paint her breasts completely bare. What? Her bosoms? <sighs> How dare you? Yeah. Dirty. Dirty so. titties. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. They had a little... You can see dirty, this still. Dirty titties. Uh, but dirty, dirty. They probably were dirty back then. <laughs> they don't bathe. She was a painter. <laughs> yeah. But she painted them on a piece of ivory that was two and a half by three inches. Two and a half inches by three... Or, so yeah. small titties. Two and a half. <laughs> tiny titties. <laughs> Those are some tiny titties. <laughs> and she sent the message in a carefully folded envelope to Webster's address in 1828. Could you just imagine, like, oh, painting this tiny little thing <laughs> of your tits and then, like, putting it in a, in a little envelope and, like, closing the envelope and giving it the little, yeah, the, the little... Fucking stamp on it, whatever. Yeah, the wax wax stamp stamp on it and sending it (laughs) off to opening it and be like, "Hmm, I say that is a titty. (laughs) I haven't seen these since my wife died. (laughs) So I think that was her like way of saying, hey, let's fucking do this, right? 
Webster, though, <laughs> being an ab- ambitious man, chose his career over love. And in 1829, served his first term as senator. He ended up marrying a woman by the name of Caroline Leroy. I just want to say Leroy every time. Caroline Leroy! But her name was, it was Leroy. Uh, She was wealthy and a well-connected younger woman from New York who could fuel his um, ambitions in politics and was considered a better match for him in society's eyes those days. Uh, But of course, not even this marriage was able to end his relationship with Goodridge. Uh, She continued to paint him uh, when he would travel to Washington, D.C. for work and to see her, too. So that he definitely was means she was a mistress. Totally. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he, she was sure. still painting his portrait, and he was, was still seeing piece. her. Sarah Webster never married anyone. Hmm. So I think she was just so infatuated like infatuated with, with this guy that mm-hmm. she never she married is. anyone. And when her Stage eyesight... Stage five. Stage fucking... <laughs> yeah, DEFCON Stage nine. three Def or whatever. Three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was probably a redhead. Most likely. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, when her eyesight began to fail her, she moved back to her hometown in Massachusetts, gave up painting, and lived the rest of her life there, dying of a heart attack in 1853. Mm. Uh, Webster died, Daniel Webster died just one year before her in 1852. So we'll never know if Daniel Webster truly loved Sarah Goodridge, but when he died, the miniature of her breasts, known as Beauty Revealed, it's got a name, Beauty Revealed, hmm. uh, was discovered among his personal belongings and, and is now on display in the Metropolitan Museum of oh, Art that's cool. in New wow. York. Wow. Huh. First so. nude ever ever sent. Hmm. Yeah. That we know of. Doesn't take, us mu- take up much space. And it <laughs> happened in, in America. <laughs> Wasn't even Europe. We wow. invented nudes. They probably don't count. They probably sent nudes way before we oh, did. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. The men probably sent them to each other. For sure. For that. For sure. Oh, the Romans. Along. I'm really getting All the coffee the Romans, out, you know? out of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I'm really getting the up. coffee. Whew. Getting a buzz. Coffee buzz. So that was the first nude ever sent in history. That's cool. That's good stuff. That is cool. Yeah, it's kind of like neat. that. kind of sad. Is that where uh, Webster's Dictionary came from? But <laughs> 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 I don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you crack yourself Somebody up. Stop Somebody stop me. Somebody stop me. Somebody stop us. Go to AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com for one-of-a-kind handmade items from leather, wallets, and beautiful knives to copper bracelets, earrings, and bow ties. Everything at AMH Custom Craft is made with repurposed quality materials. Want a custom piece? Send Aaron H. a message and make it happen. AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com. You know, guys, I was eating at a local brewery recently, and I thought to myself... You know what this food could use? It could really use some Funkies. Funkies. Funkies Hot Sauce Factory uses locally grown and organic ingredients to master the art of spice and flavor. A delicious addition to any meal, non-GMO, vegan, and gluten-free. Pick up a bottle or two of Funkies Hot Sauce and taste what you've been missing. Every batch is made with love and always funky fresh. Go to their website, Funkyshotsaucefactory.com to order now or check them out on Instagram at Funky's Hot Sauce Factory. All right, so. Hey, hey, oh, hey, wake up. 
Nudes. So, were nudes. we talking about nudes or clothes? Now I'm lost. Well, we were, we were going to talk about <laughs> clothing clothes. Clothing or the lack thereof. But as, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There we go. As I usually do, I totally fucking go backwards on the actual topic that yeah. we're talking about. It always but, lays itself out. But it was a cool story. story. You know, clothes as I was do. researching, mm-hmm. like, the history of clothing and where they found the same, kind of the same thing I think you're going to talk about close yeah. to it. I, I found, I stumbled across this and I was like, I Ooh. like that. That is an interesting that is little Very story. Good. So, in an attempt yeah. to keep listeners, I decided to. <laughs> Do you have any <laughs> naked stories of your own that you can think of? Oh, also, oh man, I have so many. Do you have I mean, Do you have one that stands out? That's like a like oh, so that time. I do, I do. Um, I have one, probably my first documented naked first documentary. time. Documented, <laughs> yeah, it's my first documented time being publicly naked, <laughs> and um, I was just. I mean, I must have been just out of high school, maybe like nineteen. Or so, and I was at Evergreen State College, which all my good friends went to universities and colleges, and I didn't. So I went to community college and basically fucked it off. And well, I mean, I tried a little bit, but I skateboarded and partied and did shit like that. So anyway, I was down there partying with those guys <clears throat> and those girls, and uh, I got pretty inebriated. It was a toga party, so we all had togas, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Somehow, skateboarding naked gets brought up. And I was like, I'll fucking do that. You know what I mean? And whatever. And they're like, oh, we dare you. And I was like, dude, I just said I'd do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's a big deal. So I did. I uh, I grabbed my board and I stripped down. I went down to this, like, a, this is going to sound bad. It was an elementary school. But it was, like, midnight. <laughs> so, like, there's nobody there. But it was right behind their place, you yeah. know? And uh, so, yeah, I was down there fucking board sliding and ollieing off of shit with my fucking shit hanging out. And somebody <laughs> took a fucking out. picture. Oh, no. And I didn't know. And so this picture of me, and it was, they called it the blur because you can't see my nuts or anything. It's just (laughs) like everything's clear except there. It's just this blur. So it was on, but it it traveled um, after that for years. That that photo traveled to all these different refrigerators from like all my buddies' (laughs) apartments that they'd move to and go to, like even different groups of buddies. Like somehow it got transferred to some other guy, and I'd go to like a party there, and there it is, my fucking naked ass on a skateboard, skinny. Naked ass on a skateboard on their fridge, and I'm like, holy fuck, when's this thing gonna disappear? But they call it the blur because you awesome. couldn't see anything, and yeah, it was, it was great. great picture. So that's that's yeah. probably most good. people I know have seen your testicles, so right, yeah, that was a party trick for a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they just peek through, you know, an open an opening somewhere, you know, it's pretty hard to hide that one for a while. I mean, it, it was pretty uh, big, but anyway. <laughs> Is Sorry it no effects? No, we're gonna kill Trent again. He's gonna hear that. Oh no. <laughs> Talk about your testicle again. Yeah. The blur. <laughs> Look out, Trent. Don't listen to this. Don't okay. super- All right, Aaron. Ooh. Here we go. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Pass me the old still house. Okay, so there was a recent discovery <laughs> in Morocco. How recent? September sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Yes. No, was it that two recent o'clock in the no, last in the afternoon? Yeah. There was an earthquake, and a Five mummy years. came out of the ground in yeah. Morocco wearing clothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the discovery in Morocco was um, of a 120,000-year-old leather and fur production site. 120,000? Oh, production site? Yeah. It was a factory. It was like a factory. Oh. Like an actual factory. I mean, yeah. Well, you can call, I guess you can old call age it factory. 120,000 years Ancient ago? Factory. Yeah. That's a long-ass time ago. I mean, we're talking Ice Age. Though it contains some of the oldest archaeological findings of human clothing, the invention of animal-based clothing also goes hand-in-hand with the appearance of 
personal decorations like they have shell beads which it hints that the clothing made there was not only for functionality but also for style oh for fashion yeah like much like today's clothing styles Mm. Yeah, I, I read yeah. a little bit about that too. I didn't get too deep into it, but yeah, that's super interesting. One hundred twenty thousand years ago, right? That they yeah. were actually you'd, dressing up. Yeah, in you'd, a way. yeah, you'd think. I mean, all, kings and things always did this, right? So anybody that was higher up in like the Incas and Aztecs, mm-hmm. they they had the big headdress, right? They, and the mm-hmm. people that were below all them wore rags, basically, right? Or yeah. just um, blah whatever they could find. clothing. But it's interesting to me that you think in a time like that, the most important thing to be would to Still make the same cl- to make clothing that keeps you warm keeps you alive you know right. but no they they actually made it for style too yeah. which is <laughs> you know maybe not so surprising if they were humans right because we are we care about the dumbest shit well but yeah when the scientists were investigating the cave they were not setting out to look for clothing necessarily clothing will decompose and vanish after a few thousand years sure but maybe even earlier, maybe even before that, because before, of, yeah, yeah that's at the, at the very most. I mean, it's before. That's why they that's haven't. Sure. That's why they haven't found clothing from right. that long ago, is because it deteriorates. It deteriorates mm-hmm. <laughs> so fast. I, I can't did, talk yeah, tonight. I, I read that sho- a pair of shoes now takes around a thousand years to deteriorate. Really, like even if with a the pair rubber of shoes and everything goes Crazy. into a, a landfill, time. a thousand years yeah. to break down yeah if old navy made them they would break yeah. down in about four years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they disintegrate in the rain yeah, yeah. right now we're, not, we're losing our old navy sponsor <laughs> <laughs> down the um, drain so when they went there they they were out to study diet basically they they wanted to examine the bones to find out what animals they ate stuff right. like that oh, okay so they, they they found bones uh they were not expecting to find uh one of the scientists found tools carefully shaped and smoothed into tools they assumed used for like scraping the hides to make leather and fur. 120,000 years ago, huh? Yeah. I know this is tripping me out. It's yeah. a long time. They, they said the tools look like tools you would use today to process hides for leather and fur. Much what? like the same things we have. Wow. Yeah. Quarter of a million that years ago. ago. Quarter of a million. And it's much like what we have today. They're like robots. Obviously we're not using They bones. found robots. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> they just didn't say anything. Like, robots using can't. bones. Yeah. <laughs> They've got tags and everything with yeah. brands on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think the brands were? Bone threads. Oh, H&M for sure. <laughs> yeah. Cro-Magnum. Cro-Magnum. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's cool. I'd have to wear those. One, right? I'd wear those. <laughs> C-R-O-W, though. Cro-Magnum. Yeah. It's got yeah. a little crow on the yeah. logo. Yeah. <laughs> so the researchers found... It's a hat company. <laughs> 62 different <laughs> tools. Wow, different tools? Different tools. Dated 90,000 to 120,000 years old. So this must Jeez. be a pretty big discovery because yeah. I didn't Huge. think there were a whole lot of tool u- there was a whole lot of tool no. use that long right. ago. Apparently there Cuz we're talking real, about This is big news actually. We're talking yeah. about um I mean most of the tools probably what they're talking about are like bones they carve shaped and smooth and This is like right after shapes. This is like right after right. cavemen, right? I mean basically. It, yeah. I mean, basically, they, it or was the caveman era, wasn't it? Or that, yeah, there's still cavemen there then. That was the caveman era, but this is probably after the Anunnaki infused their DNA mm-hmm. with caveman DNA mm-hmm. and created us, yeah. modern day man yeah. slash ancient alien. So that the evidence found in the cave suggests that the North African cave dwellers were making and wearing clothing way before the great migration of humans. He's so it wasn't just fucking loincloths and dragging their Nope. Women by the hair across the no. plains, right? It was no. they had like full on pleated 
leopard Shorts. jackets. And That's where our history has such a big gap because we can't figure out how there is different species of human that could exist at the same time because we know that there was Cro-Magnum. But then there was also like a modern man on the planet at the right, time. Right, there, there's a huge family tree of huge. different uh, types of uh, what I guess humanoids. Yeah, I yeah. guess right, sure. like human-like. We're yeah. it's not just not just one human. It's we're not one species. There's right, we're Homo sapien. There was like a Homo something else and a Homo mm-hmm. something else. There's like yeah. a whole bunch of different Homo genus mm-hmm. that no um, homo. That, <laughs> that <laughs> just gotta throw that in there. No. But I mean, no Homo. <laughs> That's what Aaron says every time he kisses my cheek. <laughs> 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 Those jeans look good on you, he bro. whispers it in no my homo. ear. He's like, no homo. It's <laughs> a great Lonely Island song. Um, but yeah, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, it's something that we don't really think about, huh? Yeah. How many different types of humans and, and like mm-hmm. the progression. It wasn't just like ape turns into man. There right. was like a whole bunch of just different, different homogeneous human-like yeah. people running around and we just it's happen to be to the it. ones that survived fucking somehow i'm still trying to figure that out mm-hmm. you know that's i think it's totally going the other way now like we got to this point where okay this one group the homo sapiens are surviving and now we've kind of split off into mm-hmm. different types of homo sapiens and we're yes. kind of like kind of on we're the downturn yeah yep. yeah something Weird. we saw recently on that note was uh, david atterbury the documentary on netflix mm-hmm. he has a new one on netflix so good I really highly recommend it, but it's him talking about his experience at Attenborough. Yeah, is that it? Mm -hmm. Not Atterbury. Mm -mm. Oh, Attenborough. Yeah, it's hard to say for some reason. Is it David? David Attenborough. Attenborough. I believe that's how he says it. Really good. He's got a great calming voice. That yeah, he does. He does all like the planet Earth. um, Over over voices. That dude's like almost a hundred years old. Yeah, he's up there. But he talked about that every other species on the planet has a limit on their population, naturally, instinctually, right. except for humans. So we're the only ones that have really just screwed it on this planet. Like, Yeah, and probably we're because the... Because we don't have that set in instinctual population it, control. If there are animal overpopulations of a like, certain species, it's probably because it's we did something fucking wrong. We bred them right. to make to yeah, make them exactly. do it. Yeah, yeah. But like if you find a bird on an island, they'll stop breeding when they know that there's not enough in the environment to sustain their young. That's so, crazy. But we don't. No, we just keep we just on say fucking stupid nope, people. I think we'll uh, crossbreed these other birds and make it a bird pig, and let's eat those bird pigs. <laughs> I might be kind of good. <laughs> might be chicken bacon. Ooh, chicken pig poultry. Bacon. <laughs> They're gonna call it pig poultry. Chicken yeah. bacon skewers. <laughs> Birdkin. Mm, bird kid. <laughs> Baked bird. <laughs> What's for breakfast, Dad? <laughs> bird kid and pig eggs. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Baked eggs. <laughs> so, uh, pig cakes and baked eggs. <laughs> fun facts for you. This is my favorite that kind. Yes. My favorite she kind of up. facts. So fun. Uh, the word jeans. Where does it come from? Where did it go? <laughs> when will <laughs> it return? <laughs> where does it go to? Oh, I guess it never show? went anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that was going a different way, real quick. Where'd you come from? Where'd, where'd you go? go? Where'd you come from? Cotton Cotton Joe. That's like a cosmic bowling. They always played that for some yeah. reason. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know why. It comes from Genoa, Italy. My favorite salami, Char- dude. Genoa. Oh, yeah, Genoa. Is it Genoa yeah. salami? Yeah. Oh, that's the so sailors good. were known as jeans, and they wore the pants first. Denim, huh? I guess so. Denim dance. So the Gen- Genoa the sailors yeah. were known as, as jeans. Jeans. 
Like just G- for short, G- probably. Huh? Instead of saying so. Genoan sailors, they were the just jeans. called jeans. Huh? That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. When you hear the word gymnos, what do you think of? Say no to gyms. Gymnos. Gymnos. Uh, is that the guy that had all the infinity stones? No. <laughs> That's Thanos. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> oh, it means naked in Greek. Oh, I'm using that. Which that gives one. us our word for gym or gymnasium. Also, due to the fact that ancient Greeks used to exercise naked. Oh. Great way to exercise. Really? Try that the next time you go to the gym. Seriously. Maybe that's a new thing, a naked gym. You'll probably get kicked out. No, we could. Oh, if you went in. Oh, naked? yeah. But if we opened our own. Sure, sure. I don't see right. the problem with it, really. I mean, I feel we like all you'd have, have to wipe down that equipment a lot no. more after. Would you, though? I mean, balls. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, I don't. That ball sweat's still getting on it. <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah, it's still getting on it. Oh, yeah. It's getting on it through the shorts. Yeah, Is that it's, what's happening? it's getting through the. Yeah, but there's there's a layer in between there. <laughs> it's not just straight nut sack on the. Oh man. On the bench. Yeah. So a little. little and then imagine back. spotting somebody. <laughs> just looking up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ball sack. Yeah, you face. get like little hairs <laughs> fall in your mouth. Picture the entire gym full of naked people. <laughs> That's what I do anyway. Any t- every time I go to the Ball gym, <laughs> yeah, I'm the only guy walking around with an <laughs> erection. <laughs> All the guys would be walking around with erections. The oh whole yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody'd get anything done. No, well, no you get something done. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be lifting weights. So up until Queen Victoria, who was the first ever to wear a white wedding dress? White was used as a color of mourning. And Weird. in fact, still is in China. Interesting. Yeah. So now it's we're like we wear black. Yeah, because right, we're like, uh, yeah, we're not going to do the metric system, <laughs> right? Or wear, or white, wear white at a funeral. <laughs> yeah, so you go, go fuck, fuck yourselves. <laughs> we're doing some different <laughs> shit over here. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we're like, you know, getting married is the day of mourning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. And ancient no Romans comment. wore yellow on wedding days. Oh. Huh. I well, wonder why that is. Know. Maybe it was harder. Like a, it's harder to get that kind of dye oh, for clothing maybe. so maybe it yeah. was a special clothing maybe. yeah yeah where was the first man bun invented downtown bellingham <laughs> yeah <laughs> tra- tra- close. trackside real close. Bellingham. <laughs> really close uh japan oh. oh yeah that makes sense yeah japanese yeah, yeah. warriors would shave the sides uh of their head and do a small ponytail to keep their helmets on oh, oh. smart Mm-hmm. Function, not fashion, though. Yeah. That's what exactly. I say about Function. my beard. Yeah. And it's now it's, it's more fashion. Well, <laughs> no, it's come. Winter's coming, my friend, and that's why <laughs> we have this beautiful tuft on our chins yes. and our cheeks because it keeps our faces warm to fight the White Walkers. Except we keep it all <laughs> to year fight round, the White Walkers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do an accent even tonight. No, I am so fucked. Pretty good. Actually, pretty good. Yeah. So th- yeah. this whole subject came up came upon us just because of that discovery in the cave, the Moroccan cave. It's pretty cool. Pretty crazy. Yeah. I love stuff ago. like that, that we're still finding stuff because it gets so boring when all they do is they're like, oh, we s- kind of s- can sort of see a star really far away with this new thing this that we can yeah. see. <laughs> it's like, that's oh, not, that's not good enough. Did you guys see a video of the fiery comet huh. from the other day? No. They Where caught was that? it on camera. Someone caught it on the, it must have been their ring. Oh. Or, or, or part of the front country. Front door video. Or the countries or the planet. Here. Oh. Or not like, but like. <laughs> countries. U.S. Yeah, because oh. they only come around like that's cool. I don't know how 
Well, wait a second. Were Once you here so that long. night we saw the fiery comet? Maybe you weren't. I was standing out here. This is probably about 10 years ago. Oh. I was standing I out there here. Being something. And it was weird. Just all having beers, like hanging out. It was nighttime. And this fucking comet comes flying yeah, no, through the sky. We saw that. And then it just, fu- it, it's like blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And then it hit. You can see it hit the atmosphere. It just goes. It was crazy. It just totally caught on fire. There's this fucking fireball just going. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. It, and it dude. went right behind that hillside back yeah. there. It was weird. Dude, it was I fucking cool. I've never seen anything like it in it my life. Cool. They, I, they fucking move, dude. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. they're hauling ass. Yeah. yeah. I, I maybe it had to have been you they're guys. They're moving at an incredible speed. Yeah. It had to have been you guys. But um, that was a while and back. And that's what's so cool about out here because there aren't any street lights. So and that makes it like so that, cool. Yeah. yeah, no light pollution out here. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Like you go out on the lake. In your boat at night and look up and it's fucking amazing. Just yeah. so many yeah. more stars than you can see anywhere else. Yeah. Did I already pour more in this glass? A you little did. bit. Oh. I think uh, <laughs> I think you <laughs> dribbled it on the floor or something. You better pour yeah. some more. Yeah, I think I'm going to hang back. On hang that back? One. Okay. Yeah, so uh, now that Lonnie covered the cave, the Moroccan cave clothes, I want to talk about murder clothes. Like clothes you perform... The act of murder in? Clothes that might like murder you. Oh, clothes, clothes that, that... Clothes that have murdered people throughout the years. <laughs> oh. So there was these hoop skirts. Do you guys remember seeing pictures of mm-hmm. these? Sure. From way back they're when? Very, like, they're like Yeah, hula they're hula like these huge, huge, big old, wide, like la- you know. layers and layers of hula hoops. And then they have big old stupid skirts. They're called crinolines. Uh, they, are, they made them out of a combo of steel wrapped with horse hair. Sounds very of uncomfortable. All things. Well, horse hair is very strong. Yeah, and they like jetted out from the body. <laughs> they had women had to be super careful about how they walked around because they're like hitting people constantly with them. They sure. can't walk into Not so doorways. Much functionality. They got so all stupid. the weapons you could hide. Oh yeah, thing. <laughs> just. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. And if the skirt caught wind, it just like an umbrella. Like they farted. They oh. can like flip up, and then they can't get them back down. So Think about getting smacked in the face <laughs> with a steel <laughs> ring because the wind's so strong. Like wham, Smack just knocks you out. And steel. And then their pantaloomers <laughs> are just out in pantaloomers. The their pantaloomers are just for everybody to see because they probably didn't have panty. They just had like bloomers probably underneath. So it's yeah. not that scandalous. But um, there's estimates then, yeah. that around. 3,000 or so of these skirts caught fire and killed the women. At least 3,000 cases of these stupid horsehair skirts. Burned to death by your dress. They're so large. Death by by, Because there was a lot more lamp oil. and It's the 19th century. Sure, there's lamp oil everywhere. a ton more like (laughs) lamp oil and and fires happening. Sure, because there's no electric lights, right? Yeah. So, so funny. Huh. And uh, somebody, another girl got her skirt entangled in a machine and her skull was crushed. Oh, yeah. You ever seen that that movie? The Mangler? Huh. Yeah. It's, a, it's about this this uh, machine in this factory in like the early 1900s uh-huh. that was uh, like eating people. Whoa. Yeah. It was like a loom or something like that, but it was pretty gnarly. And yeah. I've heard, heard stories movie. about like ties <laughs> getting caught, terrible. like guys lean in sure. to something and a tie gets caught and like yeah. pulls them in. Wedding and rings, and all sorts them. of shit. Oh, that reminds me, Jimmy Kimmel, not Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy, who's the other? Fallon. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon had a horrible degloving finger accident with his wedding ring. He had to be in the ICU for a long time where he just tripped in his kitchen, hit his his wedding ring on the edge of the table, Ripped his and it skin took right off all the skin off of his finger. And 
there's it like it actually could kill you. It's such a bad injury. Really? To to try to you heard it there, replace kids. that skin. Never get married. It'll dangerous. rip your fucking fingers. Dangerous. <laughs> it, finger it skin could, off. That's the reason why I'll never get married again. It's just because yeah. it might rip your finger skin off. Yeah. It's very scared. It's scary. Or your heart skin. Who knows? <laughs> your heart skin. Yeah. Could, if your heart had skin. Could. If your heart had. It would rip yeah. it off. Mm. My heart had mm. any more skin. My heart has mithril around it now. So. <laughs> <laughs> mithril. <laughs> oh, man. That's Impenetrable. Great. That was great. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Made by elves. <laughs> <laughs> Elven. I elves? think Mithril's Elven, isn't it? It's my precious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, then corsets. Do you guys remember corsets? Of course. Mm-hmm. Did you know that women wearing corsets, that's where the whole term being straight-laced came from? No. no. I didn't either. Huh. That was cool. So women who wore the corsets were the straight-laced because they would lace them straight, you know? Mm-hmm. And then and the whores had theirs kind of undone. They're called yeah. loose. That's where loose women came from oh it's not the other thing that you thought it was <laughs> well it's now it, <laughs> it, ju- it just meant the ones who string them tight or straight laced and the ones that like can't kind of leave them loose or don't wear a corset yeah, or know. loose women they just let it loose it's a loose um, term corsetless people had less morals as their lacing people and i guess they caused uh frequent fainting obviously difficulty breathing also indigestion and constipation worth it right i mean they definitely (laughs) caused difficulty breathing they caused the heaving bosoms of the victorians like the the big like boobs spilling out the top that actually was compressing their organs and flattening their livers out and killing people (laughs) they were so tight yeah still worth it it i mean not for them for the the men (laughs) yeah literally oh that was a good one what else? Oh, a 42-year-old mother of six named Mary Halliday died abruptly after she had a seizure, and she was wearing a corset after childbirth, wanted to try to keep things tight, you know? Yeah, of course. And uh, ended up being two pieces of corset steel that had gone into her heart. Guaranteed it wasn't the corset. It was the six fucking kids that put her in the <laughs> Eight and three quarters <laughs> inches of steel from her corset worked its way through her skin into her heart, and they rubbed together into a razor edge. Because of the movement of and her people body, people kept wearing them after that. Yeah. One of these weekends, we should probably hit up. Uh, yeah. Matthew, go have a beer with Matt. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do. We need to for sure. Yes. I just sent. Uh, I'm sure he'd love to go to tracks. I just sent a yeah. couple of bottles of. Um, I actually went and bought some because I was out, but I bought a couple bottles of. Um, Where at? Um, Hagen. If if do they you have the wild get child or the me- whatever. Maybe I didn't look though because I wanted to get them. My f- these God. two people that I zoom with, part of the SK group. Yeah. I got them. I sent two people a bottle each of. Um, liquid sunshine and mm. they're like yeah. holy fuck this is so, so good. good and like the one guy sent me a message he said dude i'm at work and all i can think about is what i'm gonna put that fucking hot sauce so on next it's so good and yeah. and i did i sent some out before too uh mm-hmm. some of the one person that won the thing and, and she was fucking amazed and i sent matt a message i was like dude people love this shit dude like you have a really good product yeah yeah i want to get i want to i want to go have beers with matt yeah for sure we need to do that i do even it has nothing to do with the podcast, I still sure. like to go yeah. just fucking yeah. kick with that guy because he's cool as shit. I got a, a kit of each of them for the Mankeys and, and Rudy and Kanan, and um, they're already just like, where can we get that? I need to get more. So good. We the run out wild quick. That Wild Child was so good. They didn't have it at um, Is it good? Barn. Oh, try my it. gosh. Yeah, we'll you get haven't you. tried it yet? If oh. we find it in town, we'll get you a bottle, or we'll hit him up and get some from him. He's only at Okay, yeah, that's where I got it. Yeah. Not the Seahome Hagen, but good for him, dude. That's fucking big. That's big time. It's awesome. 
Big time. Big time. Big, big, big time. time. All right. So then we got some other horrible murder clothes on the docket here. Coined terms. Murder clothes. That's what I just came up with murder. tonight. That's my murder. max band name. Murder clothes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, the hobble skirt. Do you remember these things? Uh, Never heard of it. Nope. So it was like a long skirt that went down to women's knees, but it almost had a belt down by their ankles. Oh, yeah. So they had those. Yeah. So they had to like <laughs> wobble around. Yeah. 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 Hobble around. Little, yeah. Like, hobble skirt. Yes. It, hmm. Because it looked dainty t- for women to take tiny little steps. Yeah, it tightened at, some at point. their ankles or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, so they yeah, they could only walk like in little in inches. Yeah. Just so when someone's chasing you, you're fucked. Oh yeah, yeah there's no like way. Tiny, right. tiny steps. Hmm. And they thought it yeah, it made women look more ladylike or dainty, but mm-hmm. then obviously there's tripping and falling One of those hazards. Back around. And I guess a horse bolted through a crowd somewhere. With a woman with one of these skirts on. Mm-hmm. She was unable to move out of the horse's way. Of course. And so she got trampled by a horse because of her stupid skirt. So that's murder clothes. And then another woman died because she, die? she stumbled she over. Yeah, she died getting trampled by a horse in a hobble skirt <laughs> due to fashion. <laughs> and Death the other fashion. woman. <laughs> yeah. The other woman died. She stumbled on her skirt and fell over the railing of a bridge. <laughs> That's, I like how that was so funny. That. Oh, fuck. Because you can picture it. She's walking along having a nice little date in her stupid belted ankle skirt. How high was the railing? And like, ankle yeah. high? Well, I'm, I'm picturing it being normal height, but she like trips and just like, whoa, like goes over the ed- full edge uh, of the, the bridge. Fault. <laughs> oh, it only lasted from fall. 1910 to 1913, and then it fell out of fashion. Ooh. <laughs> So although okay, so that's murder clothes, but so our clothes started out obviously, I'm sure, as a means to protect ourselves from the elements and like safety, right? You probably needed some leather stuff on your feet or to not get scratched all the time. Like we probably have some type of protective clothes for a very long time, made out of animal pelts. Yeah, probably it just right? to keep you warm is probably the main right. yeah. reason. But now. We still wear them for elements. We have our puffy jackets, our North Faces, and all that to keep us warm in the you winter. Do. But I mean, uh, I don't. I really Gucci. don't. Actually, don't have one. But, uh, but it's mostly because it's a means to follow acceptable cultural norms, like you were saying. It gets frowned upon to be naked, and I want to talk about how we automatically, without thinking about it, just subconsciously judge each other, and maybe even ourselves actually, immediately, uh, when we see each other's clothes. That's yeah, like first guy first I see wearing a burlap sack. <laughs> oh, he's getting judged. <laughs> uh, it has, but it does have a psychological effect on us. It, the name is even co- has a name. It's called the psychological phenomenon of perception. So think about like I never feel like working out. Pretty much never feel like working out. But if I just put on workout clothes, I'm now in a uniform for what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, so yeah. now I'm in a mindset where. Oh, I'm supposed to be working out. And throwing on work clothes. Throwing your car throwing on work clothes. Like, oh, all right, I've got to go to I work. I guess it's work time. It's like when it's I put on my white frock, I'm ready to do science. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> or your chef's hat. Your you're chef's ready to bake. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then there was a study done in 2014 with uh, uh, women and men rating themselves while trying on sweaters versus bathing suits and what they liked better for clothing. And all of the women liked the sweater better. And the men didn't care. It was it was like I don't I don't care the sweater or the bathing suit. However, 
when they made them take a math test while wearing a bathing suit versus wearing a sweater. They all did better wearing the sweater. So you're not in a state of taking a math test, a in thing. other words, well, no. when you're in a bathing suit. You're ready to right. You're Take not using, yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're, you're not in the some uniform. physical work, you know, physical things. You're gonna go swimming, totally. exactly. You're, you're not you're gonna not do. I'm not gonna do math out in the middle of the lake, right? No. You know, that's the. That's I'm not the gonna whole do math idea anywhere period. ever. But yeah, <laughs> that's the psychological phenomenon what of I'm perception. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah. It, I like that. I do bad math when I do my taxes to try to get more money back. <laughs> They, and they actually say that wearing glasses, whether you need them or not for anything, they could just be glasses that have no prescription, makes you do better on tests, makes you do better with your taxes. Glasses. Yeah. Just wear gl- wear fake glasses if you need to feel smart and you will feel the part and you will do no, better. I'm smart. I'm just a bad tester. Weird. And this is also proven <laughs> with sports teams. So I guess they've proven different colors, um, like say a team you know how they have different colors for home games or away games Mm -hmm. when they wear black they play more aggressively and when they wear red they get more uh penalties than when they wear their like they wear a a bright color like that blue they tend to not get penalties because that's kind of a color of loyalty and like you won't cheat or anything calm and and everything so it's really interesting i remember hearing you get penalized no matter what Red is the power color. Like, if you want to go into, you're going to have a meeting and give a presentation, you want to wear red because it, mm-hmm. it asserts yes. power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, they've actually proven psychologically that it's a stimulant for men. Red. Yep. Like red men, lips. Men seeing That's red. That's why men it's like stimulant. women in red dresses. Or mm-hmm. I wonder if it's a bloodlust thing. It gets it going. Gets it going. Mm. Yep. And uh, my brother, this was a good story of when he was, like, just barely out of college. He couldn't couldn't find a job right away. And he was going for a job that there was no way he was going to get. There was at least a thousand people applying for it. And they all had, most of them had experience. He had just graduated and he had a phone interview. He had to do several layers to get this job. He had a phone interview and I got up to ask him, you know, like, are you ready for the interview and everything. And he was in like, he just got his hair cut. He was wearing a suit with a tie, like a really nice suit for the phone dress shoes, totally dressed up, ready to go. I was like, I, I thought you were doing a phone interview this business is in seattle and he was like oh yeah no it's a phone interview and he's like in his early 20s dressed and the part huh yeah he, he was like no i'm i want to yeah i want to be dressed for the interview it's still an interview i need to dress the part hmm. he got it over over more than a thousand people that were more qualified than him because he had that air of confidence he was ready for it he was at an interview regardless of the the phone or not so that was really cool and Smart man. It sends a message yeah, to your really brain. Is. It just it sends a psych- psychological message to your brain. This is what I'm here for when you have the right costume for the part. Mm-hmm. Because life is really just a giant stage, and we're all just characters in a huge cosmic play, if you will, right? So if we want to be different characters than we are right now as our what we consider self, we have lots of selves within us, right? Do we agree with, to that? So uh, <laughs> you have a hard time playing a part without feeling like you're that character. So whatever you want to portray yourself is is how you dress. So whether it's to go somewhere fancy, if you haven't had a chance to do that for a while, like we've gone to a couple weddings mm-hmm. this this month, and that was fun to kind of like be somebody else, if you will, for a minute at a fancy party. Oh, yeah, enjoy that. Jake loves – I have it in my notes right here in parentheses. Jake likes this. <laughs> <laughs> Jake has always since I've known him since we moved in what how long was it, 15 years ago yeah. now 
I remember Jake being like, I love dressing up. I hope we get a chance to dress up soon. Like yeah, he just fun. he loves to fun. dress up. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, when you do it all the time. Yeah. Exactly. It's nice to look good. It is. Mm-hmm. You know? It is. And it's also interesting. I don't necessarily need to dress up to do that, but <laughs> Oh no. We could we could dress up and drink whiskey if we want. We could do we a We should do a we dress should up do a show. fancy night. Yeah. Pinky night. Pinky whiskey, we could mm, call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting how we um, equate what we wear to who we are. So you go to f- try on some clothes at the store and you just say, the the thing that gets me is when you say, it's just not me. It's like, cl- if clothes are really just clothes that you're putting on, that they mean nothing, they're just a means to protect you and keep you warm. It shouldn't matter then, what they look like. Then why... What, how is it you? How is it not you when you put them on? You could wear anything if that's the case, and it should be you. But it's not because it is part of our persona, and it's part of what we're trying to portray to other people totally. that we are, right? It's just interesting. And another another thing that came to mind is when we hang out with uh, the crew that I like to call the regulators, that we do a lot of biking adventures dressed in costumes. And that might seem silly for you know some like between mid-20s up to 40 something year olds biking around Bellingham to different breweries and costumes might seem silly but you're getting to be a different character every time super fun it's so I much fun it like, is I can't wait for Halloween I got my costume on the way so much fun so well I'm for Halloween crit, or a thing something besides Oktoberfest I'm gonna yeah. be uh the Dread Pirate Roberts oh yes Perfect. and my friend's gonna be um Princess Buttercup <laughs> awesome that's awesome yeah it's gonna be sweet nice. i might actually shave the beard off and just do the little mustache like he has <laughs> he's got the mask and everything wow. so. so here's what's really another funny thing because you just said that is this is my notes you guys this is, i swear to you it's in my notes and i'll show both of you uh, so i had that jake likes this to dress up mm-hmm. part for sure and he said i like that as soon as i said the dress up. <laughs> so i have that part also this other part what characters we choose uh, are uh, like characters for costumes like I was trying to kind of starting to say for these bike adventures that we do kind of indicate either part of us and part of our persona that we want to portray to other people because we feel like that's inside of us but our looks may not uh, show that that much sure so or it's like an alter ego of us that's not really like us but it's like this weird little inner yeah. demon thing inside of us right and I said Jake's is both pirate and Viking, and maybe a little Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can, yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, for sure. And Aaron's is obviously like a '50s greaser rockabilly kind of guy. Yep, I got that too. <laughs> like a too. punk, like a either punk or rockabilly style '50s yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Not argue for sure. That. So yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. So it's 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 fun to think about like what is your alter ego kind of person what do you guys think about mine i think only thing i can think is kind of like i'm a lot more hardcore metal kind of person than i portray i don't have any pierce like crazy piercings or like hardcore tattoos or anything like that like well i mean i don't if you looked at me there's no way you'd think that i'm into heavy music it's not i don't portray that in my appearance so that's what i usually want to do is is dress up and that stuff anyway and then another little side note clothing story that has to do with metal is corn in Texas. It just wouldn't be a, a show 
if she didn't mention no. corn. Corn yeah. or <laughs> another, you know, Pantera. <laughs> so I guess in 1998, there was a case that was dismissed in court, but a man was arrested for walking to a grocery store wearing a Marilyn Manson shirt that said, I am the god of fuck. <laughs> I love it. That was apparently very offensive, but it got thrown out. It's a shirt. It's clothing. You're allowed to express yourself and say what bands you like. So he can say that I mean, he's the god of fuck. Who cares? So I guess a student, a high school student, was suspended uh, from a Michigan high school in um, not also that same year, like weeks away from that. He was suspended for two days for wearing a corn T-shirt. It didn't say anything offensive. It was just representing the band corn. That got thrown out, too. He, got, he did not get suspended or he didn't get that on his record. And then in response corn then gave away hundreds of corn t-shirts to michigan high schools That's <laughs> and they awesome. and they had the police help them hand them out because <laughs> they, yeah. they're like they didn't get arrested he just got suspended we want to show that you can you can uh, express, express yourself. yourself yeah for sure i need to listen to more corn it's been a long time it's been a so long good. long long time yeah I and love uh, that band. my only other I, thing is to yeah. find out what your personal brand is or color by figuring out color or like what do you think your personal fashion brand or let's try to figure out what each other's is what is what do my clothes say to you guys what do your clothes say to me my clothes probably say that dude's a dad <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's about three he's steps a chaperone from yeah <laughs> new balance fucking tennis shoes velcro white yeah um i don't know I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty. Say, I'm gonna say outdoorsman. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd, sure. I'd, I'd say yeah. you're an outdoorsman and you're ready for action. All right. You you're ready to chop wood. <laughs> All right. You're ready to chop wood. I'm ready to chop wood. You're ready to chop wood. I'm ready to uh, start a lawnmower. He'll, he'll pull yeah. you out of a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Whacked, That's my favorite thing to do in the wintertime. Just drive around and pull people out of ditches. I did it here for years. Oh yeah. Years. It's one of my very favorite things to do. Oh man. I called you just last winter or a couple I think it was a couple winters ago. I was stuck in the snow down there. Right in our own cul de sac. Oh yeah. That's a fucking shitty place to get stuck around here. It's easy. I was very stuck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember speaking of clothing, I remember in high school I used to wear a jacket my grandpa used to own because he he drank a lot. He was a big drinker. (laughs) My dad's dad. Mm -hmm. He gave me I when he passed away, I got one of his jackets, and it was a famous a bar and linen mm-hmm. that he frequented. It was the You Name It Tavern. <laughs> it was a red jacket. It was the coolest fucking jacket. You Name it, it said Tavern. You Name It Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> I would wear that to, to high school all the time. Like every I day. remember I almost got suspended for wearing. Because it was a tavern. Just because it's a tavern. tavern. I'd wear that, or I'd wear like an old, like, it's, uh, old English shirt <laughs> to, to high school. <laughs> I still have the you name it jacket. It's awesome. I still wear it from time to time. Sweet. Dude. Yeah. It's there rad. was a girl when I went to La Conner, which is a very, very small uh, tourist town in our area here. It's known for tulips and that's it. They just have a lot of tulips in a field. And, boats. and that's very famous. Mm-hmm. So I went there for a couple of years and uh, there was a girl who was uh, very straight laced. <laughs> she did not wear a corset. <laughs> she, she got suspended or kicked out for the day for wearing full tie dye, like socks, shoes, like heads, shoes, shirt, hat. Everything so was all matching tie dye because they said that it could symbolize gang activity. That's all the colors, though. That's it was just a tie dye outfit. Dude, if I run into like a gang of people wearing tie dye. <laughs> 
I'm not she's, afraid. She's no. the only one. This is in eighth yeah. grade. She got kicked out. Just bring yeah. like some Oreo cookies and start like, yeah, yeah. start an Oreo cookies man. into the crowd, and that's you're good. Who's you can just coming walk with me? <laughs> yeah. Who's coming with me? Yeah. We're doing a walkout. You're out. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> just don't play What's Grateful Dead over your stereo, because then they start following you. Oh yeah. Aaron style. Yeah, Aaron style. So I'm the outdoorsman. I'd say the outdoorsman. Yeah. Ready for action. Ready for action. Zombie apocalypse, whatevs. Aaron style. He's he's the workman. He's the workman, yeah, with style. He's got the edgy, edgy uh, workman style. Yeah, edgy workman style. Yeah, he's got like vans with with uh, carpenter pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But the motherfucker can wear a suit though. Oh you that. boy, yep, he cleans up nice. Fuck yeah. Yep. Well, like we're saying, it's sharp nice dress to dress man. Up once in a while. I'd sharp dress. We'll call him sharp dress working man. Yeah. We'll call him shar- the sharp dress painter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know about me. Mine can vary, of course, can. like anybody. Yeah. I'd say I'm pretty casual for the most part. You're like the casual yeah. musician. Yeah. Casual musician. I yeah. like it. Okay. I like it. Good. I got one more question. Um, if science or scientists came up with a serum that made you stay a certain age for 50 years, so you get to stay an age for 50 years before you gr- grow on from that age again, would you choose the age of four where you have no responsibilities, you're still being taken care of? Keep going. 15. Definitely. Where not. you're growing no. up oh God, still, no. but you're not quite there. If I had to be angsty for fucking 50 years, I'd shoot 50 myself in years. the face. Then 50. Comfortable, but still working. Why do we, why'd we go to 50 from Th- 15? This is, this is certain parameters. You only get well, certain I want to be 32. Can't make it easy. We can't make years. it easy. I'd be my age can't make for it 50 easy. years. Yeah. Or 70. Wise and retired. Or, you're not gonna, or, probably not going to live for another 50 Or years. you wouldn't take it. Or you wouldn't take the serum. Oh. So my my choices would be between fifteen and fifty. You get four, fifteen, I mean, fifty, it, it, or those seventy. Are, those or would none. be my two choices: either fifteen or fifty. Would you do it for sure? No, I I would not take the serum. You would not serum. take the serum. Yeah. Okay, I would not take the serum. If there's okay. no other options, then yeah. Yeah. I would just I continue like on with yeah. life as it Aging. is. Yeah. Oh, so do you mean you wouldn't take it because, like, the kids? If you choose, say, you know, if 50, thirty, if thirty-two was an option. I would take the serum. 32 is a good yeah. age. Yeah. That was a really good age. Those are shitty age. ages. Yeah. 15 sucks. 50. I would not be 15. Yeah. I'd be horrible for 50 I'd years. I'd want to be in my 30s. Yeah, you'd f- for you'd sure. But if you're 15 Especially for 50 like years, you'd figure out the same shit you'd yeah. do by the time you're 30. But then what about yeah. like, so do you have to, is it that time stops for 50 years and that your parents I don't know. It's your fucking you? question. Yeah. I, oh, this is just introspective, you know? Yeah. Are we talking about, like, you take it and the rest of the world stops I wouldn't for take the years? serum. I wouldn't. If it's between 4, 15, and 50, and 70, well, yeah. I don't know what 70 is like. I don't know yeah. what 50 is right. like. Um, so I would I have to say like, no yeah. serum because I wouldn't choose 4 or 15, and those are the only two ages that I've actually experienced up to this point, so I wouldn't yeah. take him. I would no fuck the serum. Okay, so fuck the serum. Yeah, yeah. fuck the serum. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Let's just call the episode "Fuck the Serum." Yeah. Good. <laughs> 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 All right. That's it. Unless you want to know your aura color. I do want to know my aura color. Do you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got to figure <laughs> <Kinda>. out then. <laughs> Between these, there's like a couple of descriptive turns. We need to figure out which one we each fit into. Well, okay. So we've got 
balance. This is like a few words for the first one. Balanced, calm, clean, pure, and safe. Okay. Confident, dependable, peaceful, stable, trustworthy, responsible. Oh, all right. No, yeah. That's dependable, two? responsible. Okay. Yeah. That's number two. That's a good one. Three. Compassionate, energetic, exciting, playful, sweet, calm, and loving. Okay, you're three. Keep going. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> uh, four. Fresh, harmonious, healthy, hopeful, and soothing. Okay, nope. Nope. <laughs> 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 you lost me at healthy. Five. Happy, honorable, intelligent, joyful, and optimistic. Okay. Six. Stimulating, vibrant, passionate. That's it. And seven is energetic, enthusiastic, and fun. Nope. Two and five. Two and five. For me. Yep. I agree. That's definitely, I was, but no, I was thinking of two for sure. And yeah, but then it doesn't quite cover the, yeah, we gotta get there. Okay. And Aaron is for sure. Two. Yep. Do we have to pick two of them? Or you don't have, no. Oh. He's, yeah. what's, what's the compassionate one? Compassionate, energetic, exciting, playful, sweet, calm, and loving. That's a lot of you too, man. Yeah. A little bit more of that too. A little bit in there, yeah. maybe no, but, but I'd say more yeah. like the stable, secure, responsible. That's him too. Yeah, yeah that's dependable. the five. That's the two. Oh, that's the yep, two. That's yeah, the two. The that's five the two. is the happy, honorable, intelligent, no. joyful, optimistic. I mean, some of that. I think. Oh, sure. oh yeah, I think a lot of you're you're pretty uh, like uh, optimistic. I'd say. Oh, that's waning. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be blue for both of you. Would be the two. That sounds about right. Which is like the pic the color that you both picked color. as your favorite color too. And, and that's the color I probably wear more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the other if it's not red and black checkered plaid. It's <laughs> fucking blue. <laughs> <laughs> Which is stimulating, vibrant, and passionate. The red and the red and black would be a uh, yeah. And then the five that was also on your list was yellow. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Hmm. The joyful, optimistic, I have like one yellow happy. shirt, and I don't ever wear. It. <laughs> <laughs> and mine was pink. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'd be my aura. Yep. Compassionate, playful. Which, which numbers were you though? Uh, three. Yeah, just three. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'd say sometimes I'm seven. Also energetic, enthusiastic, and fun. That'd where's be the other? Where's the other ones where it's got like manic? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, you know what I mean? Like what are those colors? That's like chartreuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, those were only the uh, positive connotations <laughs> of the okay. colors. We're, we're still doing negative ones. No, that's all we need are okay. the positive ones. We don't need to do negative. <laughs> no, we could do the negatives. We could do the negatives. <laughs> Color psychology. I love this this can of whiskey. <laughs> it's so, good. so we have violet that wasn't in there. And that is more like creativity, inspiration, luxury. That's Sophie. Wisdom. Mine is the luxury. Yeah, I'd say but she's. But the wisdom's totally there. And oh creation, yeah. or what is it? Creativity. Creativity. Creative. Yep. There's brown. Creative. <laughs> I would hope my <laughs> <laughs> I would hope my aura is not brown. Shitty. <laughs> like just, well, how about just walking Shitty. up to a stranger, having a really great conversation with them, like, oh wow, I really like your I really like your aura. You have a great color to you. Just your whole energy is it speaks to me. It's very warm. 
I'd say it's kind of like a brown. What if you could <laughs> what if you could see people's aura colors and you knew like There's people that really do. That would be cool. It's crazy. If you knew who you'd be like compatible with in yeah. not not in like a relationship sense, but mm-hmm. also in a relationship sense, but all, but just not like you just know that oh okay, they're a 2 and a 5 also. They yeah. have this what was it blue and yellow? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of green, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Cuz prime colors, right? right? So mm-hmm blue and yellow make green yeah. so if they're like a little a bit of a green hue you know okay there maybe i'd get along with them or do you get along with the people that are your same aura color or do you not do you get along with people with a totally yeah. different I think aura you, color? i think you kind of need complimentary hmm. i would say like or i would say that as friends it's good to have um almost the same Is like it prime s- colors sometimes no, it's prime numbers. Prime numbers. Yeah, yeah, there you go. What's the prime? There's primary colors. Primary colors. Roy there Gibbeth. we go. Yeah. Red, orange, yellow, yeah. green, mm-hmm. blue, purple. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Um, and then there's uh, so there's black that wasn't on the list, but and then black the emotions that it. That's just evokes. Johnny Cash. Yeah. Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> Power, control, authority, discipline, elegance, and it's used to Ooh, hide feelings, radiate authority, create an association with mystery. Ooh, I will. That's see, that's throwing yeah. a little wrench in the gears mm-hmm. there because yeah. strong and powerful. It's formal and sophisticated, but sexy and secretive. That's how I actually. That is my Bumble profile. It also connotates <laughs> fear and evil, <laughs> and conveys pessimism and the lack of hope. Pessimism. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not pestilism. No. <laughs> Slightly different. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Actually, I've heard it before. I don't know what it means. Pestulism? Yeah, me neither. I don't know what it <laughs> means. I have no idea. Pestulence? Pestulence. Yeah. Pestilent. What is a pestilent t- child? Dangerous or destructive to life? Ooh. Deadly. A pestilent drug. Harmful or dangerous to society? Uh, ex-wife <laughs> number one. Pernicious? <laughs> Pernicious. That's a weird word. Mm. Causing displeasure or annoyance. Also ex-wife number one. <laughs> 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 They're just uh, numbers now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no names. <laughs> Who will be behind door number three? <laughs> we shall see. Oh, no. I don't know anybody who's white. Do you remember that? Like Who's, who's balanced, calm, clean, pure, and safe. I don't know anybody who's that. It's not a real not thing. Not one person no. have yeah, I met that's that. that. Nobody has a white aura that I know. No. No. And red's good. I think that red, I love red. And anytime I, it's one of my favorite colors. And for a long time it said it was, I said it was my favorite color because nobody says red's their favorite color. And I'm like, I feel bad for red because red's a really good color. It's an awesome color. I like color of flowers, hibiscus. I love that color. Is it hibiscus or hibiscus? It's hibiscus. I mean, that's how I say. Hibiscus? I'd love a hibiscus flower, please, sir. One hibiscus hibiscus. for my cumber bun. (laughs) (laughs) What's the thing that you put on your wrist for the the dances? It's, uh, God, no. Corsage. Corsage. I like like a hibiscus for my corsage. French words. (laughs) Fucking French. Those Frenchies. Laura Gayru. Yeah. We love you. She's got a pass, though. (laughs) <laughs> she's a delicate language of a person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the love language right yep french <laughs> <laughs> throw back to a much earlier podcast <laughs> wait what <laughs> yeah do you remember that one no oh. 
Wee oui, wee. Oui. Aaron spoke different languages. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. Very fluent. I do remember ah, that. French yeah. is a delicate language. I'm going to go back and listen to some of these things. <laughs> these days. I just remember that one. Well, how do we end this thing? <laughs> well, now, now it's time for Zen. <laughs> for those who take life too, too seriously. Eagles may soar, <laughs> but weasels do not get sucked into jet engines. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> such a good point. That is such a good point. Hey. I'm you gonna have to write. I gotta write a lot more of this. <laughs> uh, we're probably getting low, right? We should probably uh, put a check mark. We got a few to go. I mean, okay. there's 38, and we've probably used like five. So. I have so many though in my brain. I'll start writing them down in my notes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sweet. These are from you anyway. Remember when you found this in your house? Well, so I mean January. <laughs> weasels don't get sucked in oh, Okay. So the flaskofhandpodcast.com is our website. It's not the greatest website, but go there anyway and check it out. It's got <laughs> really uh, selling it. It's also not the worst. It's, it's not also worst. not the worst. But if you want to, um, it's not like the ring. You don't get sucked in. What is that movie when you see the video and then now the, the ringu? Ring. The ringu. Uh, yeah. It's not like that, so it's not the worst. No, it's not the worst. Actually, go there if you want to uh, get more information on the whiskeys we uh, taste and review and our one to one hundred scores for each. Uh, there's pictures of those whiskeys. And it tells you what they are and that sort of thing. So if you're interested in that part of the show, you can go there and check that out. There's also some information about us along with pictures and, and one video that I've made. <laughs> uh, we'll, I will make more as we go along. I see some videotape and equipment behind you. I do, yeah. That's I have for that other stuff, That's scary. So. Yeah, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's going to be for our, our, be our classy episode with the pinkies up. Yeah, we're actually going to use that uh, next episode when we uh, have Aaron Hannenberg back on the show for the Facebook Live drawing uh-huh. of our raffle. No way. So those of you, uh, thank you, by the way, of that... Yeah. Um, contributed? Uh, that contributed and bought a raffle spot. We will um, pull... You get your number pulled. Yeah, we're gonna we're going to yeah. randomly pull your number. Randomly choose a number, and that person will win um, the Foscat Hand whiskey glass, along with that beautiful knife and sheath that Aaron uh, made specifically sheath. for this giveaway. And we decided that not half of the proceeds will go to the uh, Walking Humane Society, but all of the proceeds will go to Walking Humane Society. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, so for that's going to be great. Donating that's going to be thing. on October fifteenth. That was very generous. Uh, so if you guys want to tune into that, just go to our Facebook group or page. I'm not sure how we're going to do that yet because I've never done that before. But we're going to do it, and you can we'll do a live video of that drawing right here in our wonderful studio <laughs> in the garage of my house. But actually, it's 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 pretty sweet. So it is. And you guys can get a chance to you know watch us look like nerds and drink on a whiskey video and, and drink stuff. whiskey. Yeah. So, and we'll also have a show that night too, that we're going to do not live, but we're going to do the drawing live. So that's happening October 15th. Um, so if you haven't entered the raffle yet, go do it. It's only five bucks uh, to get a raffle ticket. And you end up with, if you win, you end up with this, honestly, this knife that's worth quite a bit of money. It's handmade by an awesome dude along with a sheath and a flask and whiskey glass. There's still time. 
and some stickers and some other stuff. And it's for a really, really, really good cause here in Whatcom County uh, to the Humane Society. So we're helping animals. It's going to be a really cool thing. They're so really cute animals. Not all of them are really cute, but they're all worth it. But they play in the background. Uh, in the arms <laughs> of the angels. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. I love her. The we are when we sign off tonight. That's going to be the song that's playing. So they, in the play, they play that on repeat. Um, but um, at the Flask at Hand podcast on Instagram, check us out there too. We got all sorts of pictures and oh, uh, sound how bites. Do, how do they go on Etsy and do the thing again? Oh, you can go to um, AMH Custom Craft at Etsy.com. and A is uh, an apple. M is in meat burger. H as in heaven. heaven. Go there to enter the raffle. You'll see it. It'll and say flask at hand raffle. Yep. And you can Knife. use code TFAHP, the flask at hand podcast. So TFAHP. It's not use, the at symbol. It's an A. Use that. Right. It's an A. Use that code and it'll get you a $5 after because they're 25 bucks without the code. So. Go ahead and, and you can do it multiple times, as many times as you want. So if you want to give a little more, that'd be awesome too. But uh, it will give you a chance to win this really cool stuff. So go there, do that. And yeah, Facebook group and page. Come hang out with the rest of the group. We have a really awesome uh, bunch of people on our Facebook group, and that's just the Flask at Hand podcast. So it's really easy to find. I really, yeah. enjoy, I really enjoy the social media side of all this. It's really yeah, cool. There's just some great people that uh, support us. Yeah, sh shout out to uh, one of them. Well, well, before I forget, Nick Graves, one mm -hmm. of our friends. He started listening, I don't know, last summer or something like that during soccer season, and and he really likes the show. Thank you, Nick. And also uh, Aunt Kevin and uh, – and also, let's start that over. <laughs> Aunt Kevin. <laughs> Uncle Kevin. Uncle Kevin and Aunt Marlene. Aunt Kevin and Uncle Marlene, thank you so much. <laughs> you are – Beautiful. <laughs> we don't care what your designation is. They, them, the, those. <laughs> and also, thank you to everyone that did go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Yes, thank you. And um, that was awesome. So we did get uh, a few people to go over there and do that for us. And that was so, so cool. And that helps a lot. So like I said at the beginning of the show, if you enjoy the show, please just take 10 seconds and go there. We'll and pay you. <laughs> Lindsay will pay you apparently. Lindsay will. But go there and uh, in favors. Yeah, all you gotta do is either just click <laughs> what? Click the stars. <laughs> I got a double or take from Aaron. Write a quick review and uh, that helps us out so much. Um, we love doing this podcast. It's so fun for not just three of us, but for um, all of you. We really want just to make people laugh and have a good time and maybe learn some bullshit in the middle there somewhere. But um, that's our main goal and it seems to be working pretty good. And maybe maybe even be a guest on the show. Yeah, too. like a, yeah. Lo a lot of you that are listening are good friends of ours and you definitely are going to have you on the show. So even if you're not good friends of ours and we don't think you're a crazy <laughs> you psycho serial killer, we too. might have you on we the show. We might still too. have you on the show. But Maybe. it really need to, to we do, do have that. a friend who makes knives. So just warning. And a psycho serial killer. And I'd like to do a show uh, coming up pretty soon. I, I made a little post on Facebook a while back and I haven't really followed up on it yet. But I'd like to do a show soon where. We're going to do an interview with somebody or some people about their experiences with either aliens or Sasquatch or something cryptid yeah. or um, paranormal 
ghosts and things like that. I'd really like to do one of a show like that because yes. I'm into that stuff. So it'd be really neat to oh, have yeah. that. And we have a couple people that are um, that want to yes. do it. Jamie, I'm, I'm Jamie trying- Klein, Ballin- well, ba- Jamie Ballinger's. I know her. Jamie Klein. She's on the show for that one. For sure. We and and there's actually another Jamie and then another friend of mine, Molly, that really want yes. to do that. But we don't oh, just need to do Molly friends. Any of you out there can do this. And basically, all you need to do is, is send a message to our Facebook page or um, or just make a post and and let me know and we'll we'll work it out i think we're gonna do it over the phone and maybe a zoom thing i don't know how i'm gonna record that yet um because like i said new to that sort of thing uh, but we'll figure it out and get it done that'd be super fun just to also include those of you that listen to the show because be that's awesome. something i really really want to do i want to include yes. listeners more because um it's fun this is a fun thing this is, is just a fun, fun thing so we're trying to just have a good time and i guess is that it we love you. We love you. And we're kind of s- sorry. I'm sorry. How uh, sorry are we? Scale of 1 to 100. 1. 101. Goose down comforter. Very sorry. I never apologize. <laughs> Good night. I've tried to get it across every time I've spoken, but I don't think it's really come out. And I don't know. I I, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do but stand here and scream at you. All talk, no action.